hookup culture. <laughs> what is up, my cubbies? It's your girl, Chris Lanhart, and welcome back to the Hookup Culture. All right, so let's just jump right into it. So today's episode is called 1111. Why? Well, I'll tell you. So sometimes, sometimes, you guys, I know that life has been extremely nuts, right? And we all have our own unique set of struggles and what some of us go through, another person couldn't handle and vice versa. So there is no more my life sucks, yours is not as bad as mine. When you catch yourself comparing in love situations as well, when you catch yourself looking at other people's, you know, love lives and, you know, things that they're doing, you you really got to ask yourself, why am I comparing myself to them? What is it that I feel like I'm lacking that I feel like my life is not giving me? And the reason why I'm telling you to do this is because if you don't start, if your foundation isn't a place of gratitude, if your foundation isn't a place of like what I may go through might be the best day of someone else's life, either romantically or not, like for example, like what if you see a couple, right? And they look amazing. You're like, oh my gosh, you see, why does, why do they get to be in a couple? And I'm over here like this, yada, yada, yada. Right. But then you don't know what's happening behind closed doors. You don't know if that's an abusive relationship. You don't know if either one of them is a narcissist. You don't know. You don't know. And then maybe they're just genuinely happy, but why are you comparing yourself to them? And the beauty in the reason why I I called this episode 1111 is because I personally believe in divine timing. I think time is everything when it comes to love and connections. And let me explain. So a lot of times you hear that like, okay, so this person went to high school with this person and then 30 years later they're married. Or this person um, went to elementary school. It was my first significant other in elementary school. And then 15 years later we have children we've adopted or we've conceived ourselves whatever so so on and so forth you know we now are together happily ever after so why didn't and why didn't it become like a high school sweetheart situation why didn't it why don't we know from the beginning when we meet somebody like okay this is our person why don't we know that and sometimes we do I'm not going to lie. There's been situations where people just know it. They feel it in their bones and they go, I'm going to marry that person one day. I was watching the David Beckham documentary and they were talking about how he looked at Victoria and he on the Spice Girls and he, I guess, looked at the TV and said, I'm going to marry her one day. And then like everybody's like, yeah, yeah, you know, like everybody looks and like, but not a lot of times somebody actually gets to gets the girl, gets the celebrity or gets the person that they have their eye on because they're like, no, like, I'm just saying that, that they, they've already in their heads have told themselves this person is a celebrity or this person is too good for me looks wise or this person like there is so much self doubt that you go through prior to, to meeting somebody that you don't even recognize how much insecurity you have until the it's moments before you're about to approach your crush or tell somebody how you actually feel about them or, you know, take that leap of faith and jump right in that you recognize you have all this you got to work on. So bringing it back to point A, right? If you're not coming from a place of gratitude for what you've seen or what you haven't seen, um, what you've gone through, or what you haven't gone through, you know, I have some friends that they, they haven't had a relationship ever. 
And then I have some friends that have had relationships. And let me tell you, they wish they'd rather never have had a relationship. You know what I mean? These these people, just like your bodies, just like your your cultures and your religions, it, it all comes in all different colors, shapes, sizes, preferences. There's billions and bazillions of people out there. Yeah, most of them are probably not our type, but we can't be that naive and that ignorant and say it's just not going to happen and then code it with, I'm just being realistic. I say, I call BS. I call realists people that just really are sick of getting disappointed and want like to just rely on facts and they put so much energy in the non-belief of things that they, they, they create their reality. They go, does somebody like me really get something like that? Like, is that really going to happen to me? Or am I just going to keep getting disappointed every time? Yeah, this is what I think they sound like in my head, by the way. Is somebody like me going to do that? Or am I just going to keep getting disappointed? So I'm just going to go around spreading my negativity and telling all these people that, you know, it's not going to happen. And I'm like, all this, this generation sucks. Yeah, Like, shut up. Shut up. Yes, I'm talking to you. Shut up. I'm, we're sick of it. We don't want any more negativity. Have you turned the news on? Have you been on social media? I don't need another person talking about how can't see the light. What you need to do is surround yourself by people <laughs> that are not going to allow you or put up with your negativity that you're spewing out through your pores. Spewing. Okay. You need to go into life with blind faith. And that doesn't mean, oh my gosh, almighty, you know, blind faith. Just faith in the fact that everything at the end of the day ends up being okay. The world today is bad. And then in a few years, it's going to be good. And then in a few years, it's going to be bad. And then in a few years, it's going to be good. And then you have all these people with their conspiracy theories and their religion and everybody running amok. And the world is ending. You don't see what's happening. It's ending. It's always been like this. It's always been like this. Just because it's, uh, things are becoming more expensive, everybody's like, no, we're not. They're going to figure it out. You have to know that. Come on. How often do you see a tragedy? Actually, everything is just tragic and all this bad stuff's going on. Take your relationship out of that. I'm sorry. I'm going rogue. <laughs> I'm going to come back to relationship side. Take yourself out of that negativity. Take yourself out of that realism, quote unquote. I challenge you the next time you see something on TV and you roll your eyes and you're like, oh, God, that never happens. Why don't you go, you know what? It's okay if I, if, if I transform from a miserable toad to a beautiful, positive light being that's going to attract the best vibrations in my life by continuously being delusional in a fact of, in a good way. Not delusional like, yeah, that's my mom. And it's not your mom. That's delusional. Do you guys know what that means? Delusional means that you, you literally say that plant is my mom. Okay, well, here we go. You know, you know, that's delusion, but you being delusional about having dreams, having a perfect partner, all those things, that's, that's crazy. Now, now you're the unrealistic one. No, you're the unrealistic one for thinking you can't have it. You're the unreal. The reason why the generation is the way that it is right now is because there's people out there currently 
walking around spreading their bullshit about how there's no real love and how there's this and there's that now and you guys are all gobbling it up because it's like oh that one time dylan hurt me god it felt worse than when i stepped my toe on the pool that i have that i'm fortunate enough to have but i still want to walk around crying about the things i don't have damn it dylan you've ruined it for me by the way all the dylans out there i love you this is just an example okay this is what I mean. If you're not coming from a base of gratitude, you're going to continue to have this in your life. There is no like waking up one day and tripping over the love of your life and going, oh, I'm not negative anymore. Here she is or here, here they are. It's not going to happen. You got to lock in your mentality. You got to let go and release the toxicity in your life. I don't give a shit if it's your parents. I don't give a shit if it's your siblings. I do not give a crap if it's your cousins, family members, best friend, your dog. I do not care if it's your cat. It's most likely your cat. I don't care. Get rid of it. Because these people are on a hamster wheel. It's a loop. And your love life is never going to get better if you continuously feed into this horse crap that they feed themselves every single morning. They put so much energy into consuming the idea that there's no love out there. Guess what? There is. And it's waiting for you. You stop getting in your own damn way. Let it go. Release it. Know what's going to happen. Smile. Allow yourself to be happy without expecting the shoe to drop. And see how much your life changes. And you could use this theory in everything, absolutely everything. But I've never seen a negative person make it in life. Never. And I don't want to hear that all comedians are depressed. I'm so sick of that narrative too. Drop it. That is not true. I am going to, yes, I'm going rogue again. I'm, I'm, I hate that. Because some people, <laughs> they just have a sense of humor. And if you don't, that's okay. Find things that may or may not make you laugh something might tickle your fancy. I don't know. But that does not mean that they're depressed. Are there depressed people that are funny? Absolutely. Are there depressed people that mask their depression with humor? Sure. But there's also a lot of happy people that mask awkward situations with humor. Or there's a lot of happy people that actually like to bring joy to others and make them laugh. I'm using these examples, by the way, not because I'm manically explaining things to you guys, but I'm really trying to give you enough analogies and metaphors and, and it similes <laughs> as I can for you to catch on because this is really important to me. Divine timing is everything. Whatever is meant to be will be. People hate that. I don't care what you like, but if you do not connect yourself to a higher frequency, you will not attract a damn thing in your life. And I'm going to leave it on that note. So when you stop listening to this episode today, you're going to write down 11 things you're grateful for, 11 things that you currently have, and 11 things that you, and you need to, when you're writing down the second 11, <laughs> so 11 things that you're grateful for, 11 things that you currently have, you have to talk about it in a state of delusion. Like I have a Doberman and they're brown you don't have a doberman but i don't care that's what you're gonna write i have a billion dollar home you're gonna write that down i have the most beautiful partner they have the best heart and they are so attractive to me okay that's the second 11 the third 11 i want you 
to say 11 things that you absolutely love about yourself. And I don't want you to get sad after the first or second compliment you give yourself and you're like, oh my God, I don't love myself. Why can't I think of 11 things? Just think about it. Think about it. Think about the things that make other people happy about you that you may not even notice. Your smile, your eyes, your hair, your style, your humor, your intelligence, your emotional intelligence. You know, you could break it down. Your car. I would prefer that you focus on yourself, not your materials. Okay? That is your homework. I cannot wait to reconnect with you guys. I'm sorry that it took me so long to push this episode out, but I love you to the stars, my cubbies. Mwah.